you can play at beating yourself up, but the reality of the situation is that with the skills you have, the knowledge you have, and the belief system that you have, you are always going to make the choice that you made in that moment. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening from wherever you're listening. You are listening to the Final Push Podcast, and welcome to the new sub-series, The Fast 10. Well, I will be taking a principle and breaking it down within 10 minutes or less. This week, we're going to be discussing what to do when you've had a bad week. Now, bad weeks hit us all, and whether you've got a fitness-related goal, a nutrition-based mindset, or any element of self-improvement, missing this can feel like you've just failed beyond all reason. Sometimes these weeks where we feel like we've performed below par can extend to much longer periods of time and this can cause us more stress than we thought possible. We're going to be talking about what to do next and how you can bring yourself back to a simple win using my four stage formula. Number one, we're going to acknowledge the facts. So acknowledging the facts removes shame from our actions. The facts are what they are and would never have happened in any other way. You can play at beating yourself up, but the reality of the situation is that with the skills you have, the knowledge you have, and the belief system that you have, you are always going to make the choice that you made in that moment. This doesn't mean that it has to be the case forever. You are capable of growing. You're capable of doing more and being more. I always use a weekly check-in with my clients to help them reflect and journal what's happened within their week and implore them to check in all the more when they feel like they've had a bad time or they haven't done as much as they wanted to. This can help us move directly on to stage two, which is looking at what went well. When we look at the facts of that time period where you feel like you've underperformed, you might realize that there are some things that actually went pretty well. You might even be a little proud of your behavior in certain instances. Maybe even though you weren't able to stick to the calorie goal that you'd set yourself, you managed to eat regular meals and you haven't emotionally eaten anywhere near as much as you once would have. This is a huge win and should definitely be acknowledged. When we give ourselves credit true credit to our wins, we find that the challenges we face might not have been as big as they seemed. And there are always wins. Perhaps in not focusing on our fitness as much, our social life has improved and we had a much better time. Perhaps not expending physical energy meant that we actually took the time to rest. The time to rest that our body has been telling us that we have needed to take for the last heaven knows how long. Yeah, you know who you are. Whether it's the energy you would have used pursuing that one element of self-development, going into another, or simply conserving it for the sake of self-preservation, there is a win to you behaving the way that you behaved. Find it and realize you are not a bad person, you haven't failed, and it's time to move on to stage three. Understand what you could and couldn't control. Whilst there are always parts of your life that you will have absolutely no control over, whether it's your family invading your time scheduling with no consideration to what's important to you, or your manager at work deciding that actually they need you to stay an extra two hours to hit a deadline that they overpromised with, there are always going to be things out of your own control that we aren't going to be able to affect. Having said that, In each one of these circumstances, there are things that are within your own control that we could do differently. Could we have moved our gym session to the morning when we could see that things in work were getting hectic? Could we finally set some healthy boundaries with our family and stick to them so they don't bulldoze your time and just walk in whenever they want? 
Whatever you decide you could do better, make it realistic. If you're not a morning person and the idea of getting up 60 seconds before you absolutely have to makes you want to puke and hit someone, then you probably weren't going to get to the gym any earlier. And if you've never seen a therapist and think that the only thing you should ever be concerned with is making your parents happy, then there's no hope in hell for either of the above examples. Don't lie to yourself. It's not becoming. Finally, once we've got all that down, let's look at stage four. What are you reasonably going to do next time? So you'll have started to do this within stage three, but now it's time to write some pre-commitments and take some action so that you set yourself up for a win. Let's take the getting up earlier idea. Okay, fine. Now you can't get up earlier. You don't like the idea of getting up earlier and you don't want to get up earlier, but you appreciate that it could give you some benefit and that it might be worth looking into. Something that I often tell my clients to do is to set their clothes out the night before so there's less decision-making for them to do on the day. Could you have your breakfast ready and try and do something that you've wanted to be wanted to do for ages with your morning, like reading a book? That's definitely not another reference to the fact that I've started reading Twilight again. The quiet hours of the morning are great for uninterrupted you time. No one is going to be demanding your attention at that time. And unless you have newborns. The point is that you're going to take a small step towards being able to handle that same stress that you did have and that interrupted and bulldozed everything for you. And you're going to make some progress towards it. You're going to make some improvement, which is going to give you hope for the next time. So there you have it, my simple four-stage guide to getting yourself back on track when you feel like you've fallen off the wagon. Number one, acknowledge the facts. Number two, look at what went well. Number three, understand what you could and couldn't do. And number four, decide what you could reasonably do better next time. Oh, and one more side note. There's no such thing as the wagon, but that's a topic for another day. If any of this has resonated with you, then feel free to share this with a friend who needs to hear it, or just drop a shout out on Instagram. You have no idea how helpful and heartwarming something as simple as that can be to me. Till next time.